What's up, Dick? How you doing, Dick Seifik? I'm good. Glad football's back, ready to roll here. Um, see enough of watching 55, though, for the uh, black and gold. He needs cut. <laughs> I thought today was focused solely on college. We will be, but uh, last time you were on, I didn't get your final opinion of uh, Coach K. I think you quit. Is that when you went off grid on me? Yep, after the loss. Good. Hey, that's the best loss ever. Put him in retirement. <laughs> Nothing. No better team to lose to. North Carolina twice. Just his farewell tour just got ruined by North Carolina twice. Yep, and in the final four to go to a national. That's I mean. Yep, final four and his last home game. <laughs> but yeah, folks, uh, college football is back here this week. We're gonna do a full preview all college football next week. Probably be NFL. Uh, yesterday, well, real quick, yesterday we watched uh, Doctors and Dentists at Northwestern take down Scott Frost again. He moves to 15-30 and 30 overall as a head coach. Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's not much more to say. I mean, I, I just I wasn't buying it. I actually won that game. Um, just had more faith in Fitzgerald than I did Frost, and they end up losing again. Yeah, um, his, he was on the hot seat last year and come out blow an 11-point lead where you were two-touchdown favorite and lose that game, his seat got a lot hotter. I don't, I, don't, I don't see a scenario where he makes it through the end of this year. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I think he's about done because if you lose to Northwestern, which I think they're going to be better this year, um, but you're, they're going to lose a lot more football games there, and I, I th- he's done. Uh, and he tried everything. They changed the, you know, the coordinators. They tried using the portal, all the other stuff, and it ain't working. So they've gotten worse. You see, he bashed his coordinator a little bit. I did, yeah, <laughs> just like Narduzzi did. Yep. I don't know. I just he was supposed to be the savior for Nebraska after having being so successful that uh, UCF winning the national championship, the fake self, one, yeah. self self proclaimed. Then he then he comes to Nebraska and just still hasn't won. It's it's his guys now. There's no excuse. He's been there what four or five years. Yep. It's no longer, you know, he's still building a program. His program should be built by now, and he's still not winning. Yeah, and they and they hit the portal hard. I think they had 22 guys that are transferring in. Um, and I just don't think that works all the time because they just, you know, you get new schemes, you got to gel, and it just didn't look good. Um, I understand you got to build the, the program up kind of like what USC did, which we'll get into, LSU. Um, you have to use the portal, obviously, but them – I feel like you gotta um, develop your program at that point, build some type of culture, because uh, either your recruiting is shitty now, and you're you know you're not getting the right guys, or they're leaving your program. So I don't think it's always good that you know, oh, they got twenty guys in the portal and they see it as a good thing. I, I don't necessarily think that. Yeah, and with the way college football has changed now, what's the appeal to go to Nebraska? <laughs> Corn. Yes. No, there's no no sport, no big cities really, no pro sports teams, no, you know, nothing's nothing's saying, oh, I gotta go to Nebraska. That's where I'm gonna, you know, get my NL money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that you mentioned that, what are your thoughts on? Uh, I mean, it, college football has changed so much in the last calendar year. So many changes. Um, I guess we'll start with NIL though, since we just mentioned that. We'll start with NIL and the portal. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, NIL, I. I think it needed to be done. There was, uh, you know, people were making 
universities, the NCAA itself, making all kinds of money off these players, and they're making nothing. But I think – I don't think they did it the right way. They just kind of opened Pandora's box and said, boom, here we go. And the, the purpose of NIL is for, you know, kids like go make a Gatorade commercial or commercial for something and get paid for it, not to have these so-called boosters have this money that are supposedly outside the program, which they're really not. And these boosters give the kids money, and it's so-called NIL money. That wasn't the purpose of it. So I think they need to crack it down and kind of tame it a little bit and not just let it be a free-for-all bidding wars, basically. Yeah, I would agree. I, I think it was needed pretty much because what you just said. Um, but also, I don't I don't like that freshmen are coming in and getting paid millions and millions of dollars. Kids that are coming from high school, I, I think that's wrong. Uh, I think it puts a lot of pressure on them, for one. And other teammates are like, why is he getting all this? He didn't even play a snap in college football yet. You don't even know if he's going to, you know, be great. Obviously, he was highly recruited. He should be. But I just think that's that's unfair. And it, it's like $9 million in one kid I saw at Miami. My God. Yeah, that's I think that's the big reason why uh, Addison left in the transfer portal to USC. I don't – I kind of liked it where you had to sit out a year. It kind of limited the transfers a little bit. You knew if, if you really wanted to go somewhere else, you had to take the sacrifice sitting out a year. Now it's just open season. Go wherever you want. Make whatever money you want. It's like it's not even college anymore, really. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just turned into more of a pro model. Uh, I think it was going towards that, that way anyway, but it's definitely more than guys are just transferring. I think the, the middle of the pack teams, teams like Pitt, uh, programs like that are just going to lose guys that are any good to the, the big-time programs, I think. And then, you know, the teams like Pitt are just going to try to hit the portal of the Akrons of the world and all those smaller schools. So I, I just think it's – And a, also, I think, you know, the middle of the roads teams – it also, though, if guys pan out, they lose them. But I think it's also their benefit if, uh, you know, a situation where you go to a big time school and you think you're pretty good, but you're not getting the playing time you want because you might have a guy that's better than you behind you. They're going to transfer somewhere else, so you kind of go down a level. I think that so it's it's a uh, both sides of the coin there, you know, good to bad. Yeah, and then also, I mean, so many new um, coaching changes this off season. I, mean, I don't even know where you begin. I mean, there's. A bunch of them. You had Cristobal go from Oregon back to his alma mater at Miami. Obviously, Brian Kelly down in Notre Dame. Uh, my boy Marcus Freeman takes over for Notre Dame. Six days, folks, to week one. <laughs> that uh, was hard to believe. Six days. Seems like yesterday it was 110. Yeah, it does. And then, uh, obviously, Lincoln Riley out to USC. Uh, Venables down to uh, OU. What's the biggest uh, coaching change you see? Or, you know, most you're looking forward to see, I guess. Uh, you forgot uh, George's D.C. going to Oregon. Yes, him as well. Dan Lanning goes to uh, Oregon. <laughs> I think I, there's two of them I kind of like. I think I agree. Brian Kelly, he gets to go down to the SEC and, uh, you know, recruit. Down south, LSU's got tradition. They come out of nowhere and win a national title once every six or seven years. So I think he can uh, take that program further, kind of where Notre Dame is limiting him. And then also, obviously, USC, uh, Lincoln Riley gets to one good one of the premier programs uh, in the country. So, uh, and where they got a plethora of money to be able to toss around NIL deals. So I think, I think those two, I think 
I think Lincoln Riley's better equipped for this year, but I think give Brian Kelly a couple years, he'll be back. So I think those two hires, they'll they'll be the biggest difference. And Chris the ball, he just I'm not sure. I I last time I saw him on a field, he didn't even have pants or underwear on. <laughs> Against Utah twice. Yeah, twice. I mean, bad. It even caused you to tweet a picture of his pants on the ground. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not real sure about that one. Where'd Miami's coach go? D. Oh, he's at uh, Penn State, isn't he? Yeah, he's a new defensive coordinator there. Yeah. Um, ton of uh, coordinator changes too, and hires. It's been wild, but uh, I'm interested to see what Brent Venables does down at OU because I mean this program. A lot of people think they're going to be down this year. We'll, we'll see about that. Um, I think he's going to get that defense at least to a, a mediocre level of play. I mean, it's been terrible under Riley, and even before Riley was even there a little bit. That's just the uh, Big 12 motto, though. I think he's going to get that defense playing some ball, uh, bring a toughness, a physicality to that football team that they've needed desperately. Um, I'm interested to see what he does, and I already talked about Freeman on the last podcast, but recruiting at a high, high level. Let's see if he can actually coach, though. I think that's a big question mark. Obviously, he can coach. He wouldn't be a head coach if he wasn't. Uh, he's been well, a good he, coach. He can, go good... Make, he can go make more movies, jersey reveals, and not worry about X's and O's. Yeah, I mean, he had a good run at Cincinnati. Last year, they had a pretty good year. He was at, you know, he was at D.C. there. Um, but Brian Kelly, I mean, he's won a lot of football games. Um, but I think the myth he had about the recruiting there, that, oh, they got to shop down another aisle, I think that's wrong because Freeman right now is proving that to be wrong, at least for these next two recruiting classes. We'll see if he can keep it up. Um, but I'm interested in those two. I, I ain't interested in what Lincoln Riley does. I'm not. We'll get into them later, but I'm really not. But I am interested. We'll segue to uh, the realignment, those two teams, UCLA and USC, going to the Big Ten here in two years. I am interested to see that. Yeah, I, don't, I was kind of shocked when I heard that news uh, break. I'm like, what the hell? But I think that's the way the uh, college football's head is going to be. I think it's going to turn into basically, you know, just super conferences where you got 20 teams in a conference. And I'm, I'm not even sure what the benefit is other than the Big Ten's making a boatload of money on their TV deal. Yeah, now they get to recruit the entire country. They get to recruit the West Coast. Um, I see it benefiting a lot. And then USC, obviously, they can recruit all kind of other kids. But I, I think they really could anyway out to California. Um, so I, I see why it works for both sides. But I'm not a fan of these mega conference things. I think it's going to be stupid. Yeah, and there's – like if there's 20 teams in a conference, you only play 12 games a year. So you only play half the team. So Yeah, and then you got to uh, – the, the scheduling would be a big issue. And also you got to expand the playoff then, I feel like. And I'm not really a huge – fan of that either yeah because you're going to have teams that are if you're in a super conference they only make the conference championship game but you might be deserving of the playoffs so it's hard to say yeah with two losses but then they're going to go as a 12 seed and play a one seed and get pantsed and we already watched enough pantsings with four teams 12 it's going to be triple the amount of pantsings you think it's going to be a 12 team playoff uh, that's what i've heard that's what they've been talking about first four get buys yeah, and then they want to play it on their actual campuses, which I kind of do like that a little bit. I think it's a more natural atmosphere. Some of these neutral site games and pro stadiums are – I don't i don't know. I'd rather have it in the college stadiums with all the students there and everything. But then again, well, at least up north, some of these teams make it. It's going to be cold as hell. 
Yeah, it'll be – I can't wait to see USC go up to Minnesota in the end of November. And they're going to get run on 300 yards. <laughs> you're, you don't, you're, you're just got... This is a good point, though, about the realignment. I did want to mention this, too. I love it because the Pac-12 might not make the playoffs through 2026 like I predicted. The league might not be in existence. It's the death of the Pac-12. I've been saying it for years. The conference stinks. It's not well run. There's no TV money. That's really the main reason why UCLA and USC left is they are making all the revenue and no one else is bringing any in and, the, and no one wants to watch that shit. Um, so, so it's pretty much the death of the Pac-12. The Big 12 is going to turn into one of these like outside Power 5. It's going to be like the American. Pretty much, yeah. And then the ACC, uh, I don't know. Well, that's going to be interesting because they, they have this these long deals and they got to pay a, a shit ton of money to – get out of the conference, so we'll see if they're even able to stick around, but I'm not sure about that. They'll be around basketball school, basketball conference. Yeah, and I do think the Big Ten basketball will be pretty good with UCLA and USC added into that mix. Dick Cronin. Yep. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a wild offseason. Like we said, a ton of changes. Coaching, uh, the way the sports pretty much handle a lot of money, uh, being thrown out, all these these TV deals, and uh, just a lot of change this offseason. But we'll start off. We're going to start predicting some of these uh, conference winners. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Yeah, go ahead. There's only one chance the Pac-12 uh, doesn't hold up to your prediction. This year and next year, I gotta wait two U- years. USC is gonna make it. Jesus Christ! If US if USC makes it within the two years, you're done. I've seen <laughs> even I've seen even Oregon make thinking about leaving. I have seen that as well. Um. So I don't, I don't think your bet's gonna hold up, and you'll kind of a little foreshadowing for later. Yeah, so we're gonna preview each conference. We'll start off with. Uh, Start with the Big 12. I feel like this thing is just wide open this year. Anybody can win it. Who do you like to win the Big 12 this year? Or any uh, extra storylines you're kind of interested in watching? Uh, or or teams, for that matter. Uh, Texas is interesting to me. I don't – I'm just not quite sure about them yet. You know, Uwer's coming in. But in the back of my mind, you know what's still in the back of my mind? Is the Kansas loss. Yes. How, how does that happen? And gave up 57 points. <laughs> I, I think Texas is the most interesting team. I feel like they they can, you know, go six and six or they can win the conference. I'm not sure. I think Oak State will be down. They lost. I think they lost some guys. They lost their D coordinator, obviously, to Ohio State. So I, I don't see Oaks, even though I'll probably still be obsessed with them. I don't quite see them being the team they were last year. I think Baylor. Uh, Baylor might be the team to beat in the conference. Um, whatever that coach's name is, Aaron, what's his name? David? What? David Miranda. David Miranda. Yeah, he's he's got those guys playing ball. He's brought them back after uh, they were kind of put in the ground after all those Art Briles scandals and whatnot. So I think I think it's kind of a three horse race between Baylor and uh, OU, obviously the Venables, and then uh, Texas being that wild card. I think uh, I think. OU under Venables, uh, new quarterback. Who's their quarterback? Gabriel transfers in from UCF. Yeah, I like that. I, um, I think 
OU. OU wins the Big 12 against Baylor. Yeah, I'm going to go OU wins the Big 12. And I'm going to go agreeing. I am agreeing on this. And I think this they're going to no be fun. I want to argue. I think they're going to beat Oak State. Um, but I do agree. I think Oak, Yeah, I think they're going to be down, but I think they'll still compete for a Big 12 championship. They still got the quarterback returning. They do lose. Knowles was a big loss, and a lot of the defenders, you know, to the NFL draft. So I think that defense is going to take a step back. Um, but the offense is going to have to step it up. And Sanders was a little inconsistent last year turning the football over. But Gundy is a good coach. I'm not a fan of him, but I think they'll, they'll do enough to get there. I'm not big on Texas. Uh, this offensive line, it, it was terrible last year. They're supposedly recruited well. They're going to start a lot of young guys, but uh, I don't think they're going to be ready. And, and the defense was, was god-awful. I mean, it'll probably be improved a little bit, but enough to win the Big 12, I don't think so. They do have some nice skilled guys, but I saw the one guy they, they got uh, the transfer from Wyoming. He's out for the season already, so that hurts them. I, I do like OU. I like the quarterback transfer, and also he has familiarity. The OC comes in. Uh, from UCF. He was there, and he was at Old Miss last year, so he's a good track record. They still have some leftovers from uh, Lincoln Riley, which he did recruit offense really well. And I think Venables get the defense good, just good enough where I think OU will take the Big 12. And Baylor, I think you're right. I think they'll be a contender, too. They got some uh, great great line play. They get everyone coming back. They just got to find some uh, running backs and receivers that were, were drafted, but uh, they've done a good job there. They'll be competitive. And I, I also think – I think even the bottom of this Big 12, there's going to be some teams that could surprise. I think West Virginia is going to be a lot better. We'll find out about them Thursday. I, I also think TCU, they get a new coach. I think they'll be they'll be better. And I think Kansas State is a sleeper team. They always, you know, compete and, and always have an upset per year, always against OU normally. Who's their coach? Uh, I think his name's Kleiman. He's one of the – No. Coach Bill Snyder. TCU. I think, TCU. Oh, Sonny Dykes, he takes over from uh, SMU. Oh. It's another coaching change, but um, they, had, they had some nice skill pieces. The defense was horrible at the end of Patterson's tenure, so they don't have to fix that. But I, I could see him scoring some points, playing in some shootouts. But that league's changed, man. The defense has gotten a lot better in the Big 12 recently. I'll tell you one thing. I think we'll find out a lot about Texas week two. Against Alabama at home. I don't think they have enough. I think yeah. they're gonna they're gonna lose in the line of scrimmage big time. Uh, like I said, I like the skill positions. Like obviously the running back's great, and then I, I just think the defense is gonna get absolutely pantsed. Who? Said so I think their defense is gonna get absolutely pantsed by Alabama. Yeah, we'll see. I think Texas keeps it close, especially playing at home. They got a lot to play for. This is kind of like you- their Alabama coming into town, Sark. The old OC under Saban, you know, Saban's track record against his assistants. It's finally flawed. It's finally got a blemish. So, we'll see. What do you think their record is at the end of the year? I'm going to go 8-4. and four. I think they've improved by three games. I was going to say 9-3, and 10-2. and two. Okay, so we'll move to the ACC. We're going to save the bigger conferences that are a little better, you know, towards the end here. But So, we'll go to the ACC. This was a down – Pretty much a down year last year in AC. Pitt obviously wins the ACC. Clemson had a down year. I like Clemson. Um, I'm going to go Clemson over Miami. I think Clemson's going to bounce back this year. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of predicting this would be a Clemson back bounce back year. 
you know, this conference. Somehow they got like six teams ranked in the top 25. I'm not sure about that. Um, everybody's everybody I've seen, they're all you know, riding NC State. What's up with them this year? Well, I don't know why they sh- everybody's saying this is the best North Carolina State team ever and all this stuff. Well, I know they did win nine games last year. They have 17 starters returning. They got 10 on defense. Their defense was really good last year, but they did lose their running backs. Their left tackle was obviously a top 10 pick. I think personally, I think they'll be good, but I kind of see similarities to the North Carolina team last year. I think they're going to fold under the pressure a little bit of trying to – That North Carolina team, that was embarrassing by Mac Brown, but – I don't know. I, I, this is definitely Clemson's year to bounce back. Uh, since the Dabo Sweeney tenure, that's like Clemson. They went like eight and four, and it seemed like the world was ending. Like they still won eight games, you know, and we end up being ranked the top twenty-five the end of the year. It was not the Clemson we're used to. I think they get back, back on track and win this conference uh, pretty easily. I don't even know who's in the other division. Uh, Pitt, Miami, North Carolina. That's what you're looking at. I'd say I'd say they went against Pitt. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Miami. Like I said, I think Van Dyke. He, he was the first guy since Burrow. He threw for three touchdowns and 300 yards in six straight games to end the year. I think he's gonna be the big reason why they get to the they win the coastal side of the ACC. Um, but I don't think they're quite there yet to compete with Clemson. I mean, this Clemson defense, I think, is gonna be the best in college football this year. Got a lot of returning production, especially up front. Offensively, they gotta fix. I mean that. They vomited over themselves every Saturday. That offense was god awful. <laughs> they did yeah, develop you, a rut game towards the you, end of the year a little bit. You, ukulele's going to step up. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he's pulled. They got a five star coming in. A little bit of a Trevor Lawrence yeah. type situation with Kelly Bryant. I think it was back in the day. Yeah, I would Ukulele's not top five Heisman contender. I don't buy that for a second. What I watched last year, um, not, and another reason I'm not why I'm saying I agree. I'm just telling you the facts. Yeah, and another reason why I think they're going to is cake. I mean, you know, they got to they get NC State and Miami part of their two biggest games at home. They don't play Pitt. They play Notre Dame, Wake. don't they? Well, they do play Notre Dame, I guess. Yeah, but not in conference. Um, and they get Wake Forest, who they own already, and it looks like their quarterback may not even play this year. Which I don't know what's going on there, but I think they're why not anyway. Why wouldn't he I know he's had some mental health issues in the past, but they said he's out indefinitely right now. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Oh, I didn't Hartman, Hartman. He's pretty good last year. He was, and I think NC State. Like I said, I think they're going to be okay, but I think they're going to fold under that pressure because they're trying to be the first team in program history to get to that ten win mark or second team, whatever. I, I just. They've had expectations in the past and kind of have, have folded. I, I see that happen again. And then Pitt, coach respect. I I don't know. This guy just wants to bash offensive coordinators and <laughs> guys that won them in ACC championship. Like, you dick. Like, you, you threw the football because you had one of the best quarterbacks in the country, had great wideouts. Why run the football? And now, I, you know, they got a new OC. They're going to try to run the ball more. They have all their linemen back. I'm unsure how that's going to work. They obviously got Slovis in there, quarterback. I think the defense will be fine, uh, especially with the front. They got everyone back. Uh, they, they, I think they led the nation in sacks, so they'll, they'll be fine there. But I have big questions about this offense. I think losing your quarterback, your top receiver, and OC all in one offseason, there's, it's hard to repeat when you lose all those things, I, I believe, especially in a program like Pitt It's not used to – they don't have a standard of uh, success like they had last year. I, I don't – 
I could see them, uh, you know, reverting back to their old ways, maybe eight and four. Yeah, I, I, I think they'll make the conference game, but I think it's just going to be a, you know, war of attrition. I don't think anybody's going to be super outstanding in the conference besides Clemson. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I actually agree with you. I don't know how they got six teams in the top twenty-five. My mm. God, they'll be all out eventually. Yeah. And now the moment you've been waiting for, we're going out to the Pac-12, baby. Who you got winning the Pac-12? I think uh, you know the answer to this. Uh, I like the team. Uh, new new coach. Um, new quarterback who's top five quarterback in the country. Uh, new receivers, the top five, top five receiver in the country. And an offensive genius who's going to put this team together. Like you said, not a whole lot of competition in the Pac-12. Fight on! I think USC Trojans win the Pac-12 uh, against uh, Oregon in the finals. So, are you as high on them as uh, Coward is every day? If we yes. had a show every day. You'd be talking about USC. I don't know. Pretty close. I'm just. I, I think this team's going to be good. Yeah, you already know my answer. Um, well, I don't go, know. What? I know it's not USC. I don't know what your answer is, but <laughs> why don't you think it's USC? Why I don't think it's going to be USC? Yep. Because I think it's a lot of transfers. Like I said about Nebraska, it's, it's hard to mesh all those together in, in one year and, you know, the schemes and everything. And Lincoln Riley's no real, a savior. No real chemistry. And also, I don't think they're there. They're quite there yet along the lines, especially on defense. I know they brought in some transfers on that side of the ball, too. They were the worst in the Pac-12 last year. Like I Obviously, they're going to improve. Um, I, I I see an eight and four, nine and three team. No, but one. They were four and eight last year. I mean, this is. I mean, I know they brought in all new coaches and new and new players, but they were four and eight last year. Yeah, worst defense yeah. in the Pac-12. I mean, they got they got a lot of ground to make. Let's not make no mistake about it. The DC brings over from OU. I, he wasn't all that great either. I mean, they. Was DC pro- with him, Grinch? Yeah, and that program. At OU has been going downhill the last three years. Uh, he's he's the bringing the defense numbers, up. The offensive numbers steadily decline on offense. And defensively, they did improve in the COVID season. But last year, I said, I predicted OU to, to win the Natty. That was obviously a bad, wrong prediction. But it was a lot because I thought that defense was going to improve and they had a lot returning. And they, they that you, were, you were all over Rattler. I was over him. I thought he was going to be good. And I believed Riley would score all these points. And he had his lowest, you know, Points per game average last year since he he, started uh, coaching. He had a foot out the door. He did, and it it was bullshit last year. That team was – did not play well. It it never played clean football. A lot of ugly wins. Starting week one. (laughs) Yeah, against Tulane, whoever the hell it was. It it was terrible. Ended up being three and nine. Um, But that's why I don't buy USC, but – uh, my pick, I like Oregon. I think they're going to win the Pac-12 over Utah. They also get Bo Nix, my man. I think he's going to have a big year early. I think he's going to break out. He's going to have that, that Kenny Pickett, Joe Burrow type season out in Oregon. Maybe not to that extent, but he's going to have a big year. Well, I was going to say, are you serious? No, he's going to have a big, big year. His OC, his you just, offense. You just, said, you just said he's going to have the greatest college football season in history. That's what Joe Burrow did. I said Kenny Pickett-like season as well. Uh, or that last okay. year, well, he led. The, he had the most touchdowns in ACC history. 
Yeah, they're gonna blow. He's gonna blow up because their offensive coordinator comes over, and he was OC. He was OC when he was at Auburn and won freshman of the year. So they have good connection there, and they return their entire offensive line. That's what Cristobal did recruit well. I'll give him that. Uh, And Lanning, I think he's gonna get this defense playing ball because I I know they lost Thibodeau, but he didn't play hard every snap, and and this team gave up like twenty eight points a game with him in the lineup. I think they could be better. Uh, I like Oregon, and I and I think Utah, Utah shouldn't be slept on though. I mean, they, I know Ohio State had guys out in that Rose Bowl game too, but they played them tough. They got um, a lot coming back, so I don't think you sleep on Utah. Who's their defensive coordinator? Well, he needs his nuts caught off. That was terrible <laughs> at Ohio State game. I, I know they had some secondary issues though. I'll, I'll give them a little bit of a pass for it, but that was terrible. They did lose Devin Lloyd, the linebacker, to the Jags, so they do have to find a way to replace him, but. Uh, Utah is always strong in the line of scrimmage, a good program. I ain't buying this playoff shit, though. I just don't – like I said, I think they're a good program, but I don't think they're a playoff-type team. I, I don't see it. Is there a running back slash cornerback back? He is, yep. What's he playing? Who knows what he's playing? <laughs> Should be out of the game. <laughs> but honestly, clear- after, <laughs> honestly, after those three teams we mentioned, it, it's pretty much irrelevant. There's no one to even mention in this conference. No UCLA. Yeah, just, they're they're better, but I don't think they're gonna Stanford. Win. Yeah, I always think they're interesting because they they had a good run there, and it just seems like it's kind of falling off here. They haven't been able to find their identity. They suppose they have a good quarterback coming back. We'll see. Maybe that can make there's, a difference. Move there's up there's a state. Well, they're going under recruiting violations. Herm Edwards. So <laughs> I. I think that's falling apart. A lot of guys left the program in the portal. Arizona and Colorado, I, fuck you. You stink. You don't even deserve to be mentioned on the show. Um, Oregon, Oregon State, State, they've improved a little bit, but they, what about, they're not contending for the fighting Jimmy Lakes. I am interested to see how they they play because that – that dude probably the most incompetent offense in America. I mean, it was these numbers were god off. I mean, they're, I'm talking like 120th. And I know job? Washington doesn't lack for skill that much. I mean, they might not have the best guys, but they're not that fucking bad. My God, isn't New Mexico State here? You know, um, they get a new coach. New Mexico in, State, they beat you going. They get a new coach in from Fresno State. He comes to Washington. He had a high pedigree of offense. So I think Washington will be better on offense, and and I think they'll be a little bit better, but I, I still don't think they'll compete. Washington State, I, I don't know. The only thing interesting to them is about their flag shows up on college game day. We saw and, it. And the Cal Golden Bears have been irrelevant since Goff has been there, even Rodgers and Marshawn Lynch, Deshaun yeah. Jackson. Yeah, they'll they'll be four and eight, five and seven. So <laughs> I think that's about all the Pac twelve deserves though of our time. We're gonna go to the yeah. SEC where everyone blows them constantly year in, year out. I mean they they should though, I guess, because they win a lot of national championships. Starting the SEC East, do you see Georgia repeating uh as division champs again? I don't see anybody that's gonna compete with them. You know, I'm not buying this Florida hype, you know, most improved team. I'm not buying it. I don't think they might improve. They might get the eight wins, but I don't. I don't see them being extended for the East. I think it's still. I think the East still runs through Athens, Georgia. I know they lost a lot on defense. Um, 
but I think Kirby Smart could. It's kind of like you know Alabama, you know the top dogs. Even though they're losing guys, they just reload. They are, I don't think it's going to be a huge drop off. So, uh, I, I think I think Georgia wins it, wins the East. Damn, I hate to agree with you again, Dick Menges, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Georgia. Oh, I'm for sure you go with the Gators. The Gators going to win the game. Uh, which game? We'll, we'll get into that later. But, um, Georgia only got three starters returning on defense. They're all studs. And he's obviously recruited a high level. Obviously, they're not going to be at that historic defense they had last year. I still think they're going to be a top 10 defense. So, I mean, they'll be fine. And the offense, I think, is going to have to carry a load early in the year, which they got a lot of studs there. I mean, the tight end room is probably the best in America. Yeah. Uh, all their linemen coming back. So, I, I think their quarterback, Stetson, still Bennett. Stetson the Bennett, mailman. 28 years old, playing. The mailman. They, oh. lost their, they lost their running backs, but I don't they lost the yeah. White and James Cook. Yeah, I, I think they'll be fine. Um, and I don't, I don't really like a lot of the competition. I think Florida could finish second in the SEC. Though I do, I think Napier is going to turn that program around. They, you know, more discipline. Um, no excuses. He's recruiting better right now. No excuses. Um, and he, he's picking the right quarterback and, and rolling with them and showing some faith in them, which Dan Mullen just didn't do last year. Chose the wrong guy. Um, and, and I know this program stunk last year. I mean, what were they, six and seven, I think. Terrible. They almost beat Alabama week four, I mean, early in the year. And that, the bottom just fell out, and then they almost lose to that FCS school, giving up 70 points or whatever the hell they did. <laughs> Samford. Uh, but this program still got players. I, I don't want to hear they, they totally sting. They still got players down there, and I think they'll be able to finish second. I know Kentucky, you know, they get all these 10 wins. Bullshit. They're falling off this year. And, and no. Tennessee – They've been getting a ton of hype, Tennessee, because they got Hooker returning, and their their offense was obviously electric last year. But this defense was god awful, horrible. I mean, anybody could throw for three hundred yards against. My God, but, pepperoni, but, pepperoni could go out of retirement throw for three hundred yards with eight blocking for him. And then uh, your boys at South Carolina. I think they'll be improved, but improves probably like seven and five. Rattler's not the answer. I don't see it, but I do like what Beamer's trying to do down there. But I don't think they're gonna—they're not gonna have enough. But do you like Tennessee at all this year? Oh, of course. I think they get uh, they finish give, second. Yeah, they give Georgia a run for their money. I think ultimately they lose the game. But yeah, I think Tennessee finishes second. They'll—they'll up—they'll make—they'll make an upset somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I think with that offense, embarrassing they, loss to Purdue last year in the Music City Bowl. It was, but I mean, they could score forty on anybody. So I think that always gives you a chance. They can give up fifty on everybody too. <laughs> That's true. Um, are we going to pick someone other than Alabama in the SEC West to win? You know, I, I think this year, even more than most, I don't think it's clear cut Alabama. I think it's going to be a dogfight with Texas A and M, but I ultimately think Alabama wins the game. You know, revenge after that bad loss last year. Saban and, and, all the and, and Jimbo are going to fight. Yeah, I think I think Alabama is going to, you know, kind of come back and let them know who's boss and knock knock Texas A&M down a couple bags and uh, win the SEC and and ultimately win the whole thing, get in the playoff. Yeah, I, I like Alabama, but I think A&M is. 
I think this team next year could win it all. I really do. Not this year, but I think next year could be their year with Alabama most likely losing a lot of these guys in the NFL. Will be in a little bit of a transition year. I think AM, they're gonna they got a young team right now too, but they, they recruited obviously the number one class. They got a bunch of studs. They just gotta get the quarterback right. I saw they named the starter from last year who originally started the season and he uh, got hurt, was out for the year. So they're gonna start him. We'll see how that goes. I am interested also in another team. Actually, two teams on that side. I'm interested in Old Auburn. Miss. Old Miss and Auburn. I'm interested to see if Old Miss can continue the success they had in Auburn, whether or not their coach is going to be fired by the end of the year. I think I think Arkansas is an interesting team too with Sam Pittman. I think he's got them going in the right direction. You know, hard nosed football. You know, this, this SEC. I mean, they get to credit for a reason. Look at all these teams we're talking about. That's got a chance. And even Mississippi State, I know Mike Leach fucked me in that bowl. <laughs> that was terrible. But they got a lot of players coming back. I, I don't think they'll be, you know, a 10-win team, but they could be interesting. They could win seven, eight ball games. And then LSU always got talent, like you said. I, I don't see it working this year, though. I really don't. I, I think they'll be like six and six, seven and five maybe. But they always got talent. They've supposedly got the best receiver in the country and yeah, number one. Yeah, they say. We'll see about better, that. He ain't better than number 11 in Columbus. But, yeah, that's a good segue into the Big Ten. But I do like Alabama over Georgia again. Obviously, that's boring. but That's what everybody uh, it is. The college football is boring sometimes. That's what I like. I, I think this year, though, at the top, I, I think last year was a wide-open year because a lot of the top teams lost a lot of guys during the COVID year to the draft. The Alabamas, Clemson, Ohio State's of the world, so they weren't as experienced last year. Where all these other teams were more experienced because of the extra COVID year, said so you know more guys that returned to play ball. Where I think it's gonna kind of roll again, and I, I think it's gonna be the same four or five teams we've seen. Um, but I like Ohio State. Speaking of Big Ten, I think they're gonna roll. But I think they play Minnesota, and I'm gonna be at that game December. What is it, third in Indianapolis? Am I gonna be there? Yep. I don't think it's going to take a genius to figure out who I'm picking to win the Big Ten. But you don't think it'll be Minnesota out of the West? No. I don't know who it'll be. That's con- the Big Ten West is such a crapshoot. Well, it ain't going to be Nebraska after yesterday. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think. I, don't know, I think uh, Wisconsin will be better this next year. Obviously, Ohio State. I think their um, their offense is going to be unreal. I don't think. There's a better quarterback, uh, running back, wide receiver combo in the nation with Stroud and Henderson and Smith and Jigba. Obviously, they always have good linemen. And they still – their receiver room is just loaded. How do you lose two receivers in the top, what, 12 of the draft? Yep. And still have four guys that are freaking just unreal. You got uh, Smith and Jigba, Marvin Harrison Jr., Fleming. Uh, number five, what's his name? Mbuke. Yeah. Yeah, Mbuke. I mean, they're just, just loaded. Uh, uh, interesting, their, uh, their backup running back is out for the year with, uh, uh, I think, towards Achilles or ACL. I forget which one. So, um, all that ride on Henderson. And that defense, like we've talked about, that's the big question mark. I don't think it's going to stop from winning the Big Ten, but if they've got high aspirations and come down to Jim Knowles and this defense, they don't have to be – you know, the Georgia defense of last year, they just have to be slightly above average. They were way below average last year, and it come back to bite in the butt, you know, multiple times. So, including in the Rose Bowl, it's just happened that the offense 
outscored them. So, so yeah, I think I think the Buckeyes kind of roll through the Big Ten and take on the Badgers and roll through that game and route to the CFP. Yeah, I like Ohio State obviously to win the Big Ten. I think they're gonna uh, this offense. I mean, they averaged forty five a game last year. I think the only thing that held them back to make the playoff was obviously the defense. We watched one of the games live. They got pushed Damn. around all over the field. Linebackers um, wouldn't tackle. Yeah, and they just – I don't know. They said the scheme was real vanilla, I guess, all year. That's what I've heard. You know, Knowles is kind of bringing in, you know, something where they can actually – they kind of just relied on their talent. Now they're actually – they got a good scheme and they have talent. But I, I do think a big question mark for them is they haven't had the pass rush recently. Ever since 2019 season, I think Young, was, that was his last year. Um, they, they got to get somebody rushing the pass. They haven't, had, they haven't had it. I think uh... – you know, Jack Sawyer and company, I think he could be that guy. He was number one. I think – was he number one overall recruit in the nation? I do think he was. I, mean, a couple I think he was. So, so it's his time to shine. Yeah, they got to find some pass rushers. Um, but I think their schedule is easy, man, in the Big Ten. It really is. They get a lot of their big games at home. They, you know, you get Penn State – or um, at Penn State, it's only like tough road test. Uh, I don't want to hear Michigan stay. They stink. I, <laughs> I know they won 11 games with a fluke. I told you, I read a book, that Bill Steele book, that had a negative yard differential in Big Ten play. It equates to like a six and six record. So, and they lost guys. I, I think those stink. So, I think that's another pantsing. I think they could put up 70. Seriously. 70 to nothing. <laughs> Ohio State versus Michigan State. I'll say it right now on August 28th that Ohio State will score 70 on Mel Tucker this season. 70. <laughs> they stink. I don't think it'll be um, that many. I think it'll be 50, but. No, 70 if they don't call the dogs <laughs> off. Um, don't call them off. But they get Wisconsin and Iowa at home, and Iowa's offense. Talk about just, oh, just shitbirds. They just stink. Um, <laughs> they don't, uh, they got no skill guys. The quarterback play, my God. Um, I, I, I like some of their defensive players. They, they do. They play good sound fundamental defense and they're good on special teams. They're always well coached, but there's, there's a ceiling to that team and I don't see them. And then Wisconsin is kind of the same thing. They always rely on the run game and defense, but can the quarterback really take the next step? I don't yeah, see they it. They got that quarterback. He's been there forever. Uh, James Franklin, he just poops his pants in big games. I don't trust him. Um, they got talent. For sure, they supposedly got the Gatorade Player of the Year coming at running back. They desperately need it because their run game has been non-existent the last three years. Uh, Clifford, the Big Red Dogs, back again at quarterback. I think his time should be done. Um, but I think they, I think, I think Michigan's going to be ten and one. Ohio State eleven and zero. You know, November, whenever they play in Columbus this year, I think it's going to be the same. Two teams there playing for a playoff and you know Big Ten championship. First. I think they do it again this year. And I, I think Michigan is going to be you know not as good, but I still think they're going to be a good quality team. I mean, they got to figure out their quarterback. You see where McNamara starting week one and McCarthy starting week two. Yeah, I've never seen anybody like, what do the that. Hell is that? Um, but I do like their skill guys. Like they got three of their linemen back. They brought in a transfer from Virginia, supposedly an All American center, so they got him to step in. Defensively, though, big, big losses. I don't, I don't know how they're going to replace those edge rushers. I think Daxton Hill got drafted by the Bengals first round, if I'm not mistaken. So they're losing some talent on the defensive side of the ball and both their coordinators. So I, I think there's going to be some transition there. But they got a cakewalk of a schedule. If you look at that thing, my God, no big non-conference games. Playing Hawaii, UConn, 
Christ, boner, play somebody. Um, <laughs> I think he got asked the question immediate day, and he's like, uh, I, don't, I don't make hey, – well, get some fucking teams in there, you dick. My God, people pay money to watch this shit. They want to watch that. But so you hating on Michigan this year? I think they'll be good. I don't think I don't think they're competing with Ohio State good this year. I also didn't think that last year, even the day before the game. So why they? That's why they play them. But I, don't, I just don't see anybody stopping Ohio State besides maybe Alabama. Besides themselves. Yep. I think the Penn State game could be tricky. I'm not saying they're going to lose, but it's always good competitive games when they play each Penn, other. I think I think on the road that environment. I know it's. I think it's a day game, but and they still. didn't even Penn State didn't even white it out. They're they're tired of yeah. losing their whiteout game to Iowa State, so they just said screw it. We don't even make it a whiteout game anymore. Yeah, they did it versus Fleck and the Gophers, and Minnesota's going to beat them. <laughs> and I like what Minnesota got returning. They got you know some all their skilled guys back, quarterbacks back for. Has he got? Year. I say he got his doctorate yet. Yeah, looks just like the coach. They bring they bring back the offensive coordinator that was his OC in 2019 when they had their breakout season. So I think he's going to return to form because they were like 100th out of 130th in, in passing offense last year. I mean, they just ran the football, played really good defense, but they, they got to develop a passing game. But I think they could win the Big Ten West, probably even with two or three losses, and we'll go see them uh, December 3rd, and I think they'll get absolutely pantsed. Probably a 52-14 type game in the Big Ten Championship. Ooh. But now for our uh, college football playoff picks, who do you like to uh, make the playoff and then obviously uh, win the title? Uh, it's going to sound real boring. You know, I think it's pretty much chalk. Maybe not super chalk. I like, uh, number one, I like Iowa State. Uh, obviously, for obvious reasons, you know, I think everybody likes them this year and there's a lot of reason. Number two, Alabama. You know, Bryce Young, uh, a lot of that defense. I don't think people understand how much of their defense is returning. All those studs are coming back. Will Anderson, you know, and company. So, Alabama, I think they rolled number two. Uh, number three, I think, is Clemson. Uh, part of the reason that cakewalk schedule, I don't think anybody in the ACC challenges them. I think they get an easy road. And I think the last team to sneak in and break uh, Dick's streak of uh, – Pac-12 teams not making the playoffs until 2026. I think USC makes it this year. So you think USC plays Ohio State in the first round? Yes, and then they get pants. Yeah, what's the score of that pantsing? I don't know. In the 60s. <laughs> 60. They'll, they'll score a little bit, 60 to 27. Yeah, I, I got I got Ohio State putting 60 and 70 on teams this year. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a lot of talk this offense is just going to be unreal. So you got Ohio State winning the championship, obviously, versus Alabama. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go Ohio State wins the title. No. They're going to win it all. I already said the last podcast, but I think they're Quit going to play. Arguing. I think they're going to play Clemson in the final. Think? I think I do. I think it's going to be Clemson versus Ohio State. I think Ohio State wins. I think Alabama will be the second seed. They'll lose to Clemson in the first round. I think the only way that happens is if Young somehow gets injured, which that's, <laughs> think, that's kind of what I'm Young predicting. gets injured? I mean, I think I'll it's a prediction. Well, that, that front of Clemson is really good. It, I mean, this defense was really good last year. I mean, it kept them in every game. I think they, even in the beginning of the year, I think they were three and two to start. They only gave up like three touchdowns. That's how bad that offense was, where this team could have been one and five uh, after wait, or one and four after five games. I was waiting on you to give a Desmond Howard prediction. 
Well, it might be here. I think the fourth team that makes it, I think it's Oklahoma. I think they're going to make the playoff. I think the Big 12, I think it's wide open, and they get Oak State and Baylor at home. they got to travel to Nebraska, but what's that? They're going to lose the one game of the year. Game. Um, I, I like what they, they bring in, the, the quarterback and, um, and the O.C., uh, they always have skilled positions, and I think defensively they're gonna. They got some guys back. They hit the portal a little bit. I think Venable is gonna get them playing some defense. Um, I think A and M is an interesting team, though. Georgia, if they were somehow to beat, uh, I, I think Georgia loses once, and then they lose to Bama in the SEC championship game. Two losses, they're done. I think A and M is interesting if they. Uh, the only loss is an undefeated Alabama. It's gonna be hard, to, and it's a close, you know, close game. I think it's at Alabama this year. If they lose a close game at Alabama, that's their only loss. It's going to be hard to leave them out. Yeah, I think they're going to lose somewhere along the line, though. I think they, I mean, they get Miami at a non-conference game. I think that's going to be a closer game than people think. I'm not saying a going to lose that game right now, but I think it's going to be close. Um, and then I, I think they got Mississippi State's is always a tricky road test. I think they lost to them last year at home. So, uh, but I think a and interesting. I think you know, you obviously Oregon or Utah. USC, like I said, I think they're going to lose four football games. And I think including, Fresno, including, including Fresno State. Fresno State is going to walk into USC and win that game. I love this Fresno State team. I'm high on them. I think they're going to win 10 or 11 football games. They're going to walk into USC and, and shock the world. That's my upset of the year. Wow. That's, 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 you're just trying to pick an argument point at this point. There's That game's not going to be close. I think Fresno's oh, I mean, they, good, but they're not that oh, good. I'm super, oh, I'm super confident. I mean, they went in and beat UCLA last year. They, they competed tough with Oregon. I think they're going to go in there and shock them. I can't wait to see the line on the game. It hasn't come out yet. They've, you know, they had some other lines out already, but that hasn't been one of them. But, um, yeah, I like, I think Oklahoma's going to get pants by Ohio State, by the way. If it was in the playoff, uh, it would be like an LSU Oklahoma game. It was, I think, a few years ago where it was just, Bomb after bomb after bomb. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, I could see that happening again. Um, and then these week one games, I, I can't wait, man. I mean, there's so many good games in this, this schedule. We'll probably disagree. We're going to do a quick, quick, quick pick them. Yeah, Notre Dame versus uh, Ohio State. I've been waiting for this one for 110 days. I've said Notre Dame's going to win the game. I think they're going to cover and keep it close. So I think this defense, they got a lot coming back. I do think overall for the year, I think they'll go nine and three Notre Dame. But so who wins? I, think keep it, I think they'll keep it closer than you think. But I think Ohio State makes more plays at the end. Um, and I don't trust the the new quarterback Notre Dame got starting. Too many new guys. They 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 got to find some receivers too. So you like Ohio State close? I like Ohio State. I'm going to say you've been talking all year about how Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. 35 35 24 What's the what's the line? The, the line started at 14. It has moved up to 17 and a half. Make that thing 21. Points. You better make it 21 points. I don't think that's even going to be enough. I don't I don't think going into Columbus, I think Ohio State's got big ambitions. Freeman, you know, I think I think he about half got to do it, but he's like talking shit on Ohio State like Forgetting he played there ten years ago, <laughs> ten. It's probably fifteen years ago. But anyway, just saying how you know 
The academics you make make the same mistake twice. The academics online school, you dick online school didn't exist in two thousand six. <laughs> so how do you know? <laughs> so um, uh, I think I think you can make that thing twenty one points. I think you might even be able to make it twenty eight points. I think the final score is Ohio State fifty two, Notre Dame ten. Wow, so you're getting cl- so not seventy, the Mel Tucker. Uh, no. Yeah, I think they're going to keep it close. So I. I like their defense, even though it's hard to stop Iowa State. But I like their defensive pieces, and I like what Freeman's doing there. I think he's going to turn that program around. I think they're going to win a championship within the next three to five seasons. Oh, my God. Yep. You don't let Notre Dame make the playoff ever again. The committee shouldn't. No, they, they should. They... You've said they should not. Every time they get in the playoff, they just get pantsed. Yeah. So don't let them in. No, they should be in the playoff. Um, but even if Iowa State would lose that game, they could still make the playoff. They could win eleven in a row, win the Big Ten. So I, even if I, even I should pick Notre Dame just to win, just for the hell of it. Go ahead. Yeah, you know what? Give me Notre Dame money line. They'll win. <laughs> and Ohio State will win the rest of the games. Um, Oregon versus Georgia. Who do you like in that one? A little rivalry, not rivalry, but it's interesting. Landing. Obviously, it was D.C. at Georgia. He takes over at Oregon. Bo Nix, a lot of experience versus the SEC. Uh, I think that's spread at about 17, so. Yeah, I think that's interesting, too. I think um, I think Georgia wins this game, you know, but I think it is an interesting point. If anybody knows how to uh, – knows what – if Georgia – Kirby knows what Oregon's will come out on defense, you know. He's seen that defense. It's probably similar to his defense, so he knows what it's going to look like, so. On the same side, Oregon or Oregon's head coach, he knows Georgia's offense pretty well. He knows how to put a stop to it. So I think Georgia wins this game. Relatively low scoring first game out of the gate. I don't think I don't think either team's super impressive. I think I I'll give Oregon it's seventeen, give me an Oregon cover like uh oh twenty four twenty four uh thirteen. Yeah, I think Oregon covers. Give me – I'm going to go a little closer. I'm going to go 28-21 game. Um, I, I think Georgia's offense, like I said, is going to have to carry the load a little bit early in the season. They still have studs on defense. Um, but I still think Oregon's a good football team. Um, they obviously went and beat Ohio State last year somehow. Uh, and then just absolutely were pantsed in Pac-12 play. They lost to Stanford, got crushed by Utah twice. Um, I, I like what Lanning's going to build out there. I think they'll they'll keep it close. And the big game of the day, Utah visits the Swamp. You know where I'm going. I like the Gators. They win in Billy Napier's uh, opening game, a big win for the program. Ends Utah's playoff host pretty much. I think they might lose one more game in the Pac-12. They'll be like 10-2, and two, miss the playoffs. But I like Florida to win. Give me um, 28-24. What's the line? Line is uh, two and a half. Utah favored right now. Uh, I think Utah wins. I think they cover out relatively easily. Like I said, you know, Florida. We don't know what to expect from them. First year under a coach, still kind of getting their feet wet in the new new scheme, uh, new culture, things of that nature. Kyle Whittingham, he's established that culture at Utah for years. Uh, they got high expectations this year. They're coming out of the gate flying. Uh, big win for Utah, thirty-eight uh, twenty. Jeez. 
<laughs> you expect a blowout. I don't think it'll be close. I think Florida's going to be one of the most improved teams in football. Anthony Richardson's going to make a name for himself early this this college football season. I mean, he's got all the tools you want. He just got to put it all together. I think Napier's the guy uh, able to do that. This defense was god awful under Fat Fuck. Um, I'm glad he's gone. So I think they'll they'll play better. I am interested in some of the skilled guys though. They need to. I, I want to see some some of these guys develop or if they have anybody because they they don't return much. So I I do. I'm a little concerned about that. But Utah's gonna have to go on the road in a tough environment. Pac-12, they're not really good in these type of games. So I'll, I'll roll with the Gators. And I, Gators are gonna be back, baby, in a couple of years. God no. Beating Ohio State in championship games again, like they did. That's the last time they were relevant. They haven't relevant since Tebow played. Yep. But yeah, it's gonna be a hell of a college football season, folks. We're gonna preview NFL next week. Uh, any other additional comments you want to uh, make about college football, especially week one coming up here? Big Who's slate. You got week one. Rice. Oh, I like for them to you know show off that offense. They might score seventy. I want to see. I want to see Jimmy Lake get another head coaching job. Is he coaching anywhere? Nope. Not even D coordinator or anything. Oh, uh, there's actually there's actually two other games I want us to pick at least. Give real quick. Uh, Penn State at Purdue. I think that's interesting. It's Thursday night game. I actually forgot about it. Penn State. Yeah, I agree. I think Purdue. Well, they've been getting a little bit of hype too for certain outlets. I think they're gonna be down. They lose their their David Bell, a lot of their top guys. So. Uh, their DN too, so I'll, I'll go with Penn State in a close game. And then Pitt backyard brawls back. Pitt at home against West Virginia. I like Pitt in the close one though. I think it's gonna be low about scoring. this. I think it's gonna be low scoring. I think Pitt doesn't cover though. What's the what is it about touchdown? Yes, I think uh, I think WU. You know this rivalry's been a lot. When's the last time they played? I think 2010, 2011. Has it's it been, been a while. That long. Yep. I'm finally glad to see it's one of them things, you know, conference realignment lost some big rivalries. This is one of the biggest ones that lost, backyard rivalry. Um, I like WU to go into pit on Thursday and get a victory. I think JT Daniels uh, is going to have a much improved offense. And I think West Virginia will be better than people think this year. So, give me West Virginia to win. All right. That that makes a wrap on the show here tonight, folks. A lot of uh, content. Eat a shit, pit. A lot of predictions, so. Uh, we'll keep track of these throughout the season, too. Yeah, we'll see when I'm right and you're wrong all the time. So you're the jewel clad. I'm the cowherd of the show. Yep. I think NFL, there's going to be a lot of disagreement. You think? There was some here tonight, but not as much as I thought. USC, mostly. That's yeah, I don't, they stink. <laughs> They're good. Eight and four. Ten and They're, one. Eleven and one. They're going to lose to Fresno. I want Freeman to go in there and pants USC. No. But, yeah, it should be an interesting football season. I'm going to be going off on somebody soon. Danny Hurley style. I know it's coming. Maybe week Could one. Could be Saturday. I don't know. You're not super hot. You don't have any really obsessions to go off on week one. We'll see. It's <laughs> like, you know, the teams, you Notre Dame, if they get blown out, it's not like something you totally saw out, not coming. You won't blow up. You might blow up if Florida gets pantsed. I will. I will. The Florida games can get me mad. I think, regardless of the outcome, or you know, if they lose, if they lose any outcome, I'm going to be mad to a Pac-12 team too. Yep, because you love. We all know Dick loves the Pac-12. Yeah, they stink. 
the reason why the league's folding and no one cares about it. <laughs> Irrelevant football. <laughs>